Welcome back, guys. It's Asia, and we're rolling into episode nine of Mama's Ninny Milk. Stay tuned. If y'all could see me in here jamming right now, I'd have created that song and I am getting my jam on as I'm sitting here preparing to do this podcast for you guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. I have to tell you guys what has been going on with me. It's been a minute, right? It's been like, I think six or seven weeks since I've done a podcast and I've had so much going on, so much going on personally, not even on a business front or on the homeschooling front with the kids or family. It's really just been a personal journey. And I would actually call it more of a personal struggle. I'm going to fill you guys in on just what I've been um, what I've been doing and why I've been MIA for like the last month and a half. So without getting too deep and letting y'all all up in my business and stuff like that, I'll just say that having children and having my daughter um who is now 3 she'll be 4 in July but having my daughter has really allowed or created a space I should say for some experiences that I had in my childhood and in my teen years and even in my early adult years to come back full force to the forefront of my mind Things that I thought I had suppressed, feelings that I thought I had suppressed, um, experiences that I thought I had worked through just seem to all be coming back in a rush. If you guys can can relate and understand what I'm saying. So right after the new year, right after my 40th birthday, because I'm 40, y'all. Watch out now. Woo woo. I'm 40, y'all. I'm 40, y'all. I had a, a, a big birthday party at my house. And um, it was a cosplay party, so we were all in costume. I invited some of my close friends and then some sisters that I go on the yearly retreat, um, the yearly uh, Muslima retreat with. Everybody came over in costume. I was Mrs. Incredible um, from the movie The Incredibles, and we had a really good time. So I'll take you back. So before the birthday party, I started to become aware of some of these emotions that were starting to come up. Um, in, in in my life and in my space. And after I had the party, the party was a distraction for a couple of weeks. And after the party came and went, I kind of just really fell into this depression. And the depression was due to, again, these, these thoughts and these memories and the experiences that I had that having a daughter really brought home. It really 
put it right into the the right in front of me. It was it was right there. I couldn't avoid it. I couldn't I couldn't duck it. I couldn't hide from it anymore. Um, and they really just came on full force, and it kind of threw me into into a depression. I felt like I needed to take a step back from life and from doing so many things. Um, you guys that follow me know that I do a lot. I homeschool. We run several businesses. Um, I've started writing children's books. I'm also um, mentoring a little girl who is interested in starting her own um, her own business. My oldest son has graduated now from, from our homeschool. He's finished his high school studies and he just got his first job. Oh, raise the roof. He got his first job. Should I charge him rent? Okay. I'm, I'm playing. No, really. I'm not playing. I might charge him rent, but let me stop getting sidetracked. Just a lot of things going on. And I felt like I was being pulled in so many different, uh, in, in so many different ways, so many different relationships that I needed to, to cultivate and then sustain and so many different things that I needed to do on a daily basis to keep this ship afloat, this ship, which is my life, to keep it afloat. And I felt overwhelmed. I remember one day um, I, I was really just sitting and thinking and I just broke down in tears. I was in the bathroom and I just broke down in tears. There was nothing particular that was going on at the moment. Uh, my husband wasn't home. He was out, but... The kids weren't acting crazy that day. I didn't have to put anybody on punishment. No timeouts for the babies. Um, there weren't an abundance of phone calls coming in that day. I was just feeling down. And I just felt like I was about to lose it. Like, I didn't know where I was going to get the strength to make it through the rest of that day. And I just broke down in tears. And that's when I realized that, okay, I see uh, there's something going on that you really need to address. And you're going to need to take some time and take a step back from some of the things that are going on in your life to address address what's going on with you. You know, we we see the little memes and the the motivational quotes and it's on mugs and it's on t-shirts about how if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anybody else. And that rang so true with me um in early January right after I came off the the high of celebrating my 40th birthday. So I tell you guys this to say that I had to take some time. I had to take some time to gather my thoughts. Um, and during the time that I was taking for myself, you know, I pretty much stopped doing everything that wasn't essential. And I wasn't blogging. Um, I wasn't doing my podcast. I was barely leaving the house if I wasn't going to a therapy appointment or to the grocery store or to buy something essential for the home. I wasn't doing too much of, of anything. I even took a step back from my products, from making soaps and making um, body products. Um, I had a lull in my writing. Um, I haven't written the, the next book in the, in the Royal Brown Girl book series. So yeah, I was really in a, in a space. I didn't feel like I needed to be institutionalized like I didn't feel like I was losing it to that point but I really felt that if I hadn't taken some time and took a step back from everything that was pulling me in 50 different directions that I might need to check out or check in to 
to to the hospital just to get that downtime. So I had to back away from from a lot of things. Um, And that's why there's been no podcast for for six, seven, it might even be eight weeks at, at this time. So for all of you guys that have been regular listeners and who comment and who are just a part of our virtual world, I apologize for for the delay and keeping the content content fresh and keeping it um keeping it on a regular schedule, but I just couldn't do it, guys. I really just could not do it. Um so I'm I'm feeling better. I've been feeling better now for about a week or so. Um I've signed myself up for therapy. So I've been meeting with my therapist and learning some things about myself that explain a lot about decisions that I've made in the past and paths that I've walked down or journeyed down and didn't really know why I was doing it. It just seemed like the thing that I needed to do at that time. And sitting in with this therapist, um, has really been enlightening. It's really shed some light on parts of my life that I would like to forget. Um, but it, it's given me a lot of hope for how to handle things in the future. So if you guys are going through anything, if you're feeling like you're spinning out and that there's there's nowhere to turn and that nobody understands what's happening with you, um, if you're a religious person, if you're a spiritual person, you know, Fall down on those knees. Get the help that that's available to you. If you don't have health insurance, there are a myriad of free mental health support services available across the country. A quick Google search will give you the information that you need. And I say this to tell you that tell you that you don't have to go through this struggle alone. You don't have to feel down and depressed alone even if you feel like you can't share it with your husband or your wife or or your siblings or your parents there's help out there there's somebody that you can talk to to help you get over the hump and help you through through the struggles of just being caught up in your own head and not knowing how to get out feeling overwhelmed feeling like you're going to implode um I trust that you guys will will take that time and listen to my words. Heed what I am saying. There is there's help out there for you. And don't let not having the money or not having health insurance be a deterrent to seek the, the services that you need. And one thing that I've had to learn and that I'm still learning through this experience, it doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter how much you've been able to carry or how much weight you've been able to bear or or any of that how able you've been able how how well you've been able to cope there is a breaking point for all of us and if you can catch it when you feel like you're about to break you can rebound and even if you get to the point where you do break you can still rebound with help and with services um don't feel that because you've been always because you've always been told that you're the strong one, you're resilient, you you know that you're an inspiration to others and because people look up to you. Don't feel that you can't succumb to to life, to life on life's terms. Life on life's terms is real and it's hard. And as a Muslim woman, you know, I I've learned to believe that Allah doesn't test us with anything greater than what we can bear, greater than what we can handle, and that Allah tests his believers. So 
I'm, I'm saying to myself, maybe I, I'm such a, maybe I believe so strongly in Allah and his word and, and, and in his messengers that these tests that I've been going through is because my belief is so strong. Um, we can be tested and this journey is, is not easy. And when you think of, you know, all the things that we do on a daily basis, all the things that we do in life, the responsibilities that we have, raising our children, being a, a loving and accountable partner to our spouse, being of service to, to the community, um, doing good deeds. If you just go down the list of all the things that we do on a daily basis in this lifetime, the burden can become can can become heavy. That crown can become heavy. And sometimes we feel that we can't open up and say anything to anyone about what we're going through because either they'll think we're weak or they won't find us to be as inspirational as they had before or they'll criticize us, right? Like that criticism, depending on how it comes to you and who it comes to, that criticism can really break you down. So for a lot of reasons, we don't say anything and we just continue to deal with the struggle um, without seeking help and just bottling up those feelings and those emotions out of fear of, of what's going to happen. Um, and sometimes it gets to be too much. How many times do we hear of people or maybe you guys know of someone um, who just couldn't deal with it and, and they took their own life. So I don't want that to happen to any of you guys. And inshallah, I don't want to walk down that path either. And I realize that life on life's terms is hard and feeling like we might be letting other people down by saying, hey, I need to take a step back. I can't do this right now. Um, we might have some feelings about doing that. But if it's what we need to do, then do it. Like, really, just do it and and love yourself. Find the space and the time to to give that care, that self-care, to to love yourself and to to care for yourself and to be gentle with yourself and patient. I am not the most patient person. So when I started feeling this way, my initial thoughts were, okay, I see you need to shake this off because you got too many things to do. You don't have time to feel sad. You don't have time to cry. You don't have time to feel helpless or to feel hopeless. You don't have time. You got to shake this off. Pull your boots up and, and keep it moving. And I know a lot of y'all feel that way too. And we have to stop being so hard and impatient, hard on ourselves and impatient with ourselves, right? Um, so I'm back now. I'm feeling better and I'm pulling things back together. Um, I've been making some changes to my Royal by Nature website. We've got some new products coming. Um, we've got a new website design going. So once the website is back up, you guys will be able to access that. Um, the next book in the Royal Brown Girl book series will be available this spring. I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. My boys, my older boys, um, who are 18 and the twins are 15, gave some input um, for for that book. And Muhammad, that's my little boy who's four, he's going to make an appearance in that book because he has his own book series coming. He's been asking for his own book, and um, my husband and I have been working on that. So Muhammad is making an appearance in the next book, which is titled 
Aisha's Perfect Day with Daddy and the Case of the Coffee Caper. So I'm not going to tell you guys anymore. But you know that my husband is a coffee roaster, so that's it. That's all I'm telling you. No spoilers. No spoilers. If you connect with me on Facebook, my personal page, you know that I am the queen of spoilers <laughs> when it comes to TV shows that I watch. But no spoilers on the book. You guys are going to have to get it on Amazon or go to our website and, and get it once it's available. And I will be sure to keep you guys posted when it's available. So... I'm happy to hear the smile in my voice. Do you guys hear that? It was missing for a little bit. I, I honestly can tell you it was missing for for a little bit. So um, I got a sponsor. Can you believe it? Everything just happens for a reason. While I was taking some time off, somebody reached out to me. And I've got some sponsors for, for the podcast. So I'm going to hit the bricks for a moment. Take a break. I'm going to let my little sponsor... Um, thing roll and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you guys a few of the things that I did to help bring myself up out of the darkness. WarbyParker.com provides vintage-inspired prescription eyeglasses starting at just $95. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty objective. Really sounds like me, doesn't it, guys? They offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious businesses. For you, my beautiful listeners of Mama's Ninny Milk Life and Times podcast, Warby Parker is offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. All you have to do is head on over to warbyparkertrial.com slash mama's nitty. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash mama's nitty for your free, free, free five-day home try-on. Be sure to tell them Asiya sent you. Peace. I don't think I ever really ex- understood what depression was until I experienced it. Like initially, you know, watching the commercials that come on for the, de- the medications for depression or reading about it in my psychology or nursing books and manuals. It's one thing to read about something and learn about it theoretically. And it's another thing to experience it firsthand. Would you guys agree? So I don't, think that I really, really had a grasp on what it was until I experienced it and not experienced it through a family member or a friend, but personally experienced it. And while I was able to pull myself out of bed and some days it was a chore to just wake up and lay in the bed for two hours watching a bunch of meaningless shows um, on demand on my phone to will myself, you know, give myself time to will myself to actually get out of bed and get the day started or preparing meals, but not putting the love into the meals that I normally did. And my family, they wouldn't dare, you know, say anything because they didn't want to hurt my feelings. But there were quite a few times that I put some food on that table and I tasted it and was like, what is this? Like, where's the love? There's no there's no oomph to it. It doesn't have the right balance of salt and and seasonings. The flavor is off. Like, what is this? Things that I've made time and time again that were like, mm, 
hidden, right? And now I'm making them, and these things are just bad. And my family would sit down and they would eat them. And they would still come with the, thanks, mom, dinner was good. Or dinner's good, babe, from my husband. And I'm thinking to myself, y'all know y'all not being honest with me, but I appreciate the love. So it's, those are just two ways that I'm, I'm sharing with you guys that I experienced um, depression or the way depression manifested in me. Struggling to get out of the bed, you know, not enjoying doing the things that I had once enjoyed doing, but still doing them because I know I needed to do them for my family to be okay, okay, but just doing enough to get by. So some of the ways that I pulled myself out of the depths of the depression and some days right now, some days are still worse than others, but I'm getting my shine back and I'm getting my smile back and I'm feeling better and better about myself daily and about the plans for the future and about my ability to keep pushing and to keep striving and to keep achieving. So the first thing is plants, greenery. In every home that I've lived in since I've been an adult, I've always had at least one plant, one house plant. Nothing over the top, nothing too exotic. I've always had a plant. But this is the first time Um, in my adult years that I've had a collection of plants and since my last podcast which was January 10th I had I think two or three plants prior to that that I was given for Mother's Day last year but since January 10th I've acquired about 24 house plants and for some that might seem like it's excessive first I'm going to say You know, I didn't break the budget, so I didn't spend any more than $10 on any of the plants. Even the ones that I ordered online, I made sure that they came with free shipping and they were less than $10. So, and some of them were gifts. Quite a few of them were gifts from some of my good, um, my good friends that sent me, um, plants as a, a a pick me up or as a gift to, to cheer me up. Um, So I I didn't buy all of the 24. Some of them were gifts, but the ones that I did, I didn't spend any more than $10. So I kept it affordable. And again, none of them are super exotic. These are common house plants that you can find at your local Walmart or Home Depot, Lowe's, your garden center, or if you want to order online and have them shipped to you, they're easy, easy to find. But the plants gave me something new to do. While I had a few plants prior to falling into the depths of this depressive episode, they had just become like furniture in the house. I knew they were there. I threw some water on them once a week and kept it moving. I wasn't really putting a lot of care into them. And by the grace of Allah, none of them died, right, of those three. But having more plants, um, the front room of my home now, my husband calls it the green room because that's where all of the plants, with the exception of a few, are. And when I did pull myself out of the bed, once I made sure the babies were okay, and actually my older boys made sure the babies were okay, I could go into that front room and just kind of love on the plants, make sure they had water, check their soil, turn them um, so they could, the other side of the plant could get more sunlight, reposition them, move them around, um, take off any of the, the dead leaves, prune them. Like It, it was something for me to do. Um, I would talk to the plants and just be like, how are you doing this morning? You look so beautiful. Look at your leaves. You know, you're about to be in bloom. Just little things like that gave me um, just a little bit of a pick me up to get me through the day. So if you are looking for something that you can do inexpensively to help 
you through those times when you're feeling kind of down or to give you a bit of a distraction from your your day to day. Get some houseplants. Um, again, they don't have to be expensive and you don't have to get a lot. You can get just one or two houseplants, place them strategically in your home. Houseplants in the bedroom are great, um, even in your kitchen your bathroom, but if they're in the in your bathroom or any area where you're not getting a lot of light, you want to get plants that are low light plants. And when you go buy your plants, you can just ask the people, you know, that work there where their low light plants are or look at the little tab that is in the plant and it'll tell you what kind of plants you need. But um yeah, get some plants, get plants. Plants purify the air, uh the air, they lift your spirits. Um, they're beautiful to, to look at and they can really brighten up your home. So plants, that was the first thing, getting some house plants. Um, the second thing was reading Quran and reading Hadith. I know all of you guys that listen to my podcast are not Muslim. And I know some of you don't really subscribe to, to religion, but for me, you know, I'm a religious person. My lifestyle is Islam. And for me, you know, that was the thing. And I found that I was rereading the same surahs in in the Quran. And I was reading um, the same hadith in this hadith book that we have. I have a daily hadith book that was given to me by one of my good friends um, for Eid last year. And then we also have a hadith book that my husband's friend gave him about two years ago. So I was reading Hadith and really trying to hone in on my connection, you know, on my relationship with with Allah. Um, and, and that has helped, you know, many times I would read something and it really just touched me in a way that, you know, struck the emotion. It brought the emotion on, but reading it and rereading it definitely helped. And this experience has helped me to move closer to Allah. Um, you know, at one point I was like, oh, if I don't make my salat now, I can get to making my salat later as long as I make it before the next salat time comes in. And I was like, nah, when that salat comes in, I'm getting up. I'm making my salats on time. There's no, um, you know, there's no no missing salats or, or delaying salats. You know, I've even started setting an alarm so that I can get up, you know, to make a tahajit prayer, which is the prayer that you make between Isha and and Farja in the last third of the night. I'm not doing it, you know, every day. I'm a work in progress. But the days that I do it, let me tell you guys how beautiful I feel, how energized I feel, how uplifted I feel. Um, So prayer, learning about my way of life, learning about the word of Allah has has helped immensely, immensely. So I would recommend that too. The third thing is yoga. Um, I've been doing yoga for a couple of years now. I started in, uh, say, March of 2015. So it's about to be two two years um, here in just a few days. But yoga, doing more, doing more of it. When I first started doing yoga, um, I was really going hard, like grunting, putting that grunt work in. Like, I got to do this and I got to be able to get my leg up over my head and get this dancer pose. And I'm trying to do a split. Like I was really going hard with it. And it, it, it took a toll on me and it took a toll on my body. So I had to fall back and learn, you know, how to be patient. Again, is that patient word? I'm not the most patient person. I keep trying to tell you guys, (laughs) but I had to learn to be patient with myself and with my body and realize that this was not something that I could force. So 
the yoga that I've been doing has been more restorative. It's been gentle yoga. Um, yoga. I think I said yogurt, but I meant yoga. Um, so it's been restorative. It's been gentle. It's been calming. You know, I'll do it in the morning and more so I'll do it at night before I go to um, before I go to bed. Um, so just doing, you know, the flow and going from smoothly going from one pose to the next has also really helped. It's allowed, allowed me a time to focus and center in on my thoughts, um, time to meditate, time to just breathe. Do you realize how cleansing our breath can be? Um, I don't know if I ever realized that until really slowing down, you know, and getting to know my body through yoga and, and taking some of the pointers from my therapist about, I see you need to slow down, just breathe. When you're starting to feel overwhelmed or anxious or you're feeling revved up, breathe. Um, so that breath, that breath is so cleansing. Um, so the yoga has really been, it's been wonderful. The plants, the prayer, the reading of the Quran and the Hadith and yoga and meditation. That is what I've been doing. And those things in combination have been what has helped me pull myself up and to find my shine again and to find my smile again. And the other thing that I did, and this was kind of, you know, not very well thought out. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. I went and I dyed my hair and it didn't come out like I wanted it to. I was going for a nice deep red color and it came out kind of looking like a dirty pumpkin. Like for real, it came out looking like a dirty pumpkin. So I can't, you know, I wanted to do something different. I felt that maybe if I saw a different reflection when I looked in the mirror, that that might help to pick my spirits up some too. And yeah, um, that one was, that was a fail, right? You've been on Pinterest where you see like the cupcakes that look beautiful. And then you see the cupcakes that somebody tried to do when it's a fail. Well, that's me. If I could do a side by side of the image that I was going for and what I actually look like, complete fail with a capital F. So while it doesn't look horrible, it's not the color that I was going for. It is nice to look at a different me when I look in the, in the mirror. Um, but again, I fell kind of short on that. So I had to do those things to, to get my mind right, guys. And I, I'm not going to ramble on. I just really wanted to come on here and come to you guys and let you guys know that I appreciate you um, for being so patient with me and to just kind of let you in just a little bit. You know, I realized this is a public forum and I didn't want to get too deep or too personal, but just kind of let you guys in to say, if this is something that you are experiencing, you know, if depression is something that you are experiencing in any of the forms of depression, whatever that could be, um, clinical depression, bipolar, and I'm sure there are some others that I might not know about, but any form of depression and you just feel like you don't have anybody to relate to or that nobody has gone through it, now you know that you're not alone. And the voice coming to you right now has, has been through it and is going through it. And I found a way to pull myself out of it. And inshallah, with, you know, with prayer and continued self-care, you know, and therapy, I will be able to keep moving and not fall as hard or as deep as I did this last time. So guys, um, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. 
please leave me some comments. If you want to reach out to me, you have any questions or comments or, you know, you just want to share your story with me, I would love to hear it. So, you know, you can always hit me up via email, hello at mamasninnymilk.com, or you can reach out to me on Facebook, mamasninnymilk.com, and shoot me a message on there. So as always, you guys are the best. You guys are the best podcast audience this side of the Mississippi. Now, let me take that back. You guys are the best podcast audience ever. I appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.